success to you? Um, for me, success is being happy doing what you're doing with your life, with everything, um, having no really detrimental problems in your life, making just happiness in general. I think that's the most successful thing. Without happiness, I don't think there's life. Without uh, love, what you you love your life, you love what you're doing, you love the people around you. I don't think that there's a bigger success than that, honestly. Changing now or planning to change to achieve that. All right, so my, my biggest thing that I already have changed is my overall communication and the people who I hang out with. So since I'm still in high school, there are a lot of different... Um, there are a lot of different. There are a lot of negatives. There are a lot of toxic people going into your life, and then there are a lot of people. There's a lot of different external forces coming at you that are that deter you from your goal. And one of the major things I've changed is to not let those forces get to me, cut people out of my life, surround myself with the people that I know are, I can build off that influence me, just have a really nice and tight circle. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So another thing is definitely that I'm still working on. Um, I'm going to tie the, both of these in, uh, discipline and time management with the discipline. Um, I, I think this is such a key thing, um, that you have to discipline yourself in order to work every day, put the hours in because nothing's going to come to you if you don't work for it, obviously. Nope. And especially at this age, you know, like again, with the external forces, the parties, the, um, all the different excitements, projects, uh, homework, all these different things coming out, you really have to discipline yourself and look at the bigger picture to see what I really have to do, which comes in honestly with time management, you know? Um, you have to balance everything out, whether you're doing sports, whether you're doing um, uh, other activities, especially right now for me, I have to balance school with all the stuff I run. So time management and discipline are so key to what I have to do what I have to change in order to get where I want to be. Absolutely. And it's so interesting that you say that because I was just speaking to someone yesterday and he's in the army and he was talking about how the, the discipline that you have in the army is in a particular field. Like, you know, they have like particular like um, habits that they have that they've disciplined themselves in. Just like you can be disciplined in schoolwork, in schooling, and things like that, that doesn't translate into discipline in running your own business. Right, right. Discipline in time management or discipline in your budget. You know, and and especially association, especially in that age when when everyone just wants to, to fit in somewhere to to be able to look at that from the, you know, from like a, a bigger perspective and think, right. wow, I, I know these type of people. I, I know where this is going to bring me and I know what I want and I'm going to stay away from that. Like I'm going, I'm going to cut myself from that, from those toxic people and, you know, and, and focus. Exactly. That's, that's really dope. That's dope. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah, like, there's nothing really much to it. Um, I understand if you're a little bit older, you know, you have your own, you, you're out of school and everything. Um, you, you, everybody has different responsibilities. You never really know what's going on. And you, you can't let that affect you. You have to stay in your own mind. 
and you have to be comfortable with yourself, what you're doing, and you just, you've got to be confident in yourself. Absolutely. I mean, you have to be confident mm-hmm. because as you're, you're, you're an entrepreneur, yep. regardless of age, you do your, you do your business, you do your vlogging, um, you do the fashion reselling. I know you're on YouTube as well. Yep. So that particular focus and, and that dedication, um, really it only comes down to one thing is discipline. And I would agree with you a hundred percent. That's probably one of the hardest things I've had to learn and still learning is to discipline myself mm-hmm. and to, and to make sure you're not, make sure I'm not taking on too much. Yeah. And I think that's exactly what happened with success to you was as I, you know, I work, I still have other stuff going on in my life, other uh, actual businesses I'm trying to build besides building a brand mm-hmm. and media presence, which is, you know, everything's a full-time job, you know, oh yeah, you know, oh, part-time yeah. hours, but it's a full-time job, meaning if it fully occupies space in your mind. Yeah. Oh, which yeah. is most, which is the most valuable real estate. The most valuable real estate you have is your mind and who has access to it, and what has access to it, and what you associate with, and what you discipline it, and how you discipline it, and the things you say to yourself and the things you say to other people. That that's so vital because that is fundamental in developing who you are, what you become, and what you'll build and what yep. you'll stand for. So. I mean, to have that type of insight at your age, you're just going to crush it, man. You're going to kill it. <laughs> Thank like, you. Thank you. You know, it's a done deal. Yeah. I, I see all these people around me. Um, I don't want to say wasting their lives away, maybe because I look at it from a different perspective than the the greater majority of people my age. But I just always see everybody so what am i going to do with my life what am i going to do with my life why am i not getting here why i'm not getting there well it's because you're not doing anything <laughs> yeah you're just you not know? doing you're not putting in any work oh why can't i make this much money to go to this concert well what the hell are you doing watching netflix all day like come on exactly it's crazy <laughs> it's honestly crazy how life goes mm-hmm. just everything everything with it and then and then in a few years those same people are going to be like man i'm going to be a millionaire i'm going to be this and that but they'll never like and and I was just talking with somebody the other day and we were talking about it like the numbers if you break it down like 3.5% of it's something like that of the whole population of the US not including the world because you know wealth in in, in the US is 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 definitely abundant but 3.5% of the people I think it's less than that I think 3.5% of the people make above 100,000 and then when it's 250 or above only 1%. Damn. So you're out of like 360 million, almost 400 million people, only 4 million people make above 250,000 and people, you know, want to be millionaires but they spend 20 plus hours a week on Netflix, right. you know? Right, right, right. It, it's ridiculous. It's it, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. And I think more than people being disappointed, they're just in for a rude awakening. Mm-hmm. I like to see it as they're living in a kind of a false reality that everything is just going to come to them. Because at least where I live, there's so many people, their parents, right, on one hand, they have, they could, they have, they're set for 
lifetimes and lifetimes, and they're grown up having everything what they want, having everything given to them, and then they just think it's going to plan out, take the traditional path with school. I have no problem with the traditional path. If, mm-hmm. if you want to go get straight A's, get into an amazing college, get a degree, work a nine to five, I'm completely fine with that. Mm-hmm. But everybody's living in a false reality that that's going to guarantee them success. You know, they're just going to do their homework. They're going to, they're going to just be stellar. But you never know what's going to happen. What? Exactly. So many. I. The Ivy Leagues right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I read a study um, in 2017. I don't know what the updated is. Updated statistics are now, but the employment rate after graduation from an Ivy League is at an all-time low because you see these huge corporations, SpaceX, Tesla, especially Elon Musk, that they don't even look at degrees anymore. Exactly. They they just they disregard it because it's not. It's not the amount of knowledge you can cram in. It's what you can do with it. And that, that's what's always going to be most important, not what you think you can do, what you can do. Yeah, it's all application. It's always been application. If, and, and it's even more so, so practical now as everyone's trying to cut overhead. Everyone's trying to increase the bottom line. And when you have more and more people who grew up in really our parents grew up in a society where if you got a piece of paper and it said Harvard, you were set. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And now the only thing that Harvard, the only reason why you should go to Harvard is for the network now. Mm-hmm. It, it makes it makes no sense whether you went to, to NYU, Harvard, or if you went to community college, it at this day and age, it, I, I honestly do not believe it matters anymore. Now, if you want to be, you know, in one of those firms and like, Wall, you know, Wall Street or something like that, that are particular, they only hire Ivy League. I mean, yeah, I guess you can do that if that's the type of lifestyle you want. But the companies that are really going to transform this world, they, they're, not, they're not looking for that. Mm-mm. They're just looking for talented people. Yep, that, that's all it is. That's all it is. I, I just, I've never, ever, ever since I was little kid, I've never seen myself working for, I mean, obviously when I get a little older work for somebody just to get a little bit of investment money from some startup, but I just cannot see myself working long-term for someone else. I, I can't do it. I can't see it. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to spend your life to build something that won't won't live past you mm-hmm. you'll have no legacy like i was watching i was watching an interview today and he was talking about uh there's like there was this old poet he's an english poet and i read about him in british lit too but i don't remember this particular saying but he said your name is written in water basically meaning as soon as you die you know that that's it like it comes and it goes you really won't have anything to pass on yeah and that's true for if you have a job that's true like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. I barely know anybody who's not. You know, you don't know anybody who's not yeah. number one. Yeah, you really don't. That's it. It's it's, <laughs> it's either you're number one or you're, or you're not. You yeah. know, unless you're specific in the field in which you would know more people. Just like if you're an artist, like you know, you know Michelangelo, you know mm-hmm. Da Vinci, you, you know names like Picasso. But 
unless you're an actual artist who studies art, like you don't know no names. Yeah. No, the third best, or you don't. You know, it's like. I, I, com- I completely, completely agree with that. Sure, you, you remember family members, of course, that's given friends. But, like, Steve Jobs, for example, um, or uh, Stephen Hawking, they're going to be in textbooks. They're going to be in... every Everybody currently is going to remember them, and everybody's going to learn from them. Why? Because they were the absolute best. If I, I don't see... I don't want to say I don't see the point of living without living a legacy, leaving mm-hmm. a legacy, but I know that for a fact I want to leave the greatest legacy known to man. Um, but that's big. Yeah, like I'm a young kid, but I dream big, you know. Exactly, the dream is everything. Yep. As soon as the dream dies, man, you die. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's it. I hate to see people just give up instantly. There's so many. Um, especially with something as simple as working out every day, you know, people give up and they, they, in the beginning, they're like, yeah, I'm going to get fit. I'm going to become the next Arnold. Right. (laughs) And then two weeks in, they're like, oh, this is way too hard. They quit. But who knows if they kept going, maybe they could have been the next Arnold could have been the next, uh, Franco Colombo. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just, as soon as you give up, everything that you could have been is gone. And I, and live and living your life and then you're you're already older you're already in retirement and just looking back at your life and thinking what you've could have been is oh man i can't imagine that i think that that would be one of the greatest pains in the world exactly it's you know and the, and the worst thing about quitting or giving up is you have to live with that now there's certain things that where it's like okay this just wasn't a fit and i i just wasn't passionate about mm-hmm. this you know but to just quit just because it's like it's too hard, but you could do it, I think that just kills your self-image. Oh, and yeah. I think that's probably the most important thing that you can develop is a good outlook on yourself, like confidence, self-image. Because everything else sells itself. Like You're, you're always going to have great ideas. The difference between somebody with a great idea that applies and somebody with a great idea that doesn't it's probably self-image. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's probably confidence. Because if, if you think, all right, I can take this idea or I can take an idea like Snapchat and I can build it up to a, you know, a billion-dollar, multi-billion-dollar you know, company, that takes confidence. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's tons of people with great ideas, but ideas worthless without application yeah. or the willingness to, to eat dirt for a long time yeah exactly i always see gary v say be willing to give up your 20s i'm already willing to do that yeah um it it, it's the i think man i don't even know where i'm going with this but (laughs) (laughs) i think that exactly like when you give up on something it's the difference like you said the difference between someone who applies and doesn't apply is their self-confidence you can definitely see that with people who keep on failing, 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 failing versus the dude who, say, fails, wins, fails, wins, fails, wins. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the dude that's fluctuating is going to be like, hell yeah, let me go for this. He, he experienced the best of both sides. Exactly. He learned to love to fail and he learned to love to win. Mm-hmm. He, he's not scared of it because he kept rising back. And the person who kept failing definitely didn't even start back. They just plateaued, went down, plateaued, went down, plateaued, went down. Exactly. I think the most important thing is to use the momentum 
off of a failure to push you to a victory. It's like, it's so practical because you're always going to fail. Yeah. Like there's a good sales book and that's what I do. I, I you know, I sell mm-hmm. and it's called go for no. And that's, that's basically the name of the game. You keep on pushing, you keep on fighting until you get enough no's because after a no, even if it's a hundred no's, even if you're like, uh, what's his name? Colonel Sanders. And you get like 283 no's that one. Yes. will just, it, that momentum will just catapult you into your, into your whatever, into your greatness. Oh, yeah. You got to push past it. Because mm-hmm, especially after you um, keep just keep getting no's, 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 you're already down for the count and you're wanting a yes more than anything. Once you get that yes, you, you skyrocket because you want it so bad and it's finally there and now everything's going to fall to place. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, th- I think that's, you know, like, and we both watch Gary Vee and we know that's all he talks about is patience. Yep. And that's it. And and the fact that you're willing to, you already have it in your, you're willing to pay the price, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know what you want, you know what you want to achieve. And, you know, obviously what you're going to do is, is going to be different. Like as you, as you get older and mature this and the market changes and technology changes, you're going to be able to then create, build, you know, do what you need to to have that impact that you want. But you already have the mindset behind it. The tools are easy. There's always going to be tools. Every generation has its tools to be great. It's really the people who apply it. Oh, yeah. Like... It's like I, I like how you mentioned with the market changing. Um, one of the things uh, relating back to the question, what habits? Uh, you have to become adaptable. You have to become adaptable mm. to every situation, like the like a Renaissance man almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like something doesn't go one way, boom, you know what to do. Something goes one way, then falls, boom, you know what to do. Snapchat gets deleted. You have to figure out a way to adapt to the new climate. Stock market crashes. Figure out a way to adapt. Because mm-hmm. let's be honest, the stock market's rising, 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 but nobody knows what's going to happen in 20 years. Nobody knows what's going to happen tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So you always have to almost have a backup plan for the backup plan. Yeah, definitely. Even Facebook. Facebook is going down now yeah. just with all the releases and stuff. And, and obviously it's going to build back up. But it's that same thing. It's that resilience. Because if I, I don't know if – oh, you probably were. You probably had Vine. But all mm-hmm. those people from Vine transitioned well. well some, I'm not going to say all of them. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them did, especially, um, what's his name? King Bach. Yep. He transitioned very well. He's in movies now. He did it. It's, it's really about going, going, with the, um, going with the flow, I would, I would say almost. Yeah. But kind of not really. But going with the flow, but also knowing when it's time for you to, to adapt and transform into something bigger and better and use you know what you have at this level and then have that set up the future a lot of people try to play off the past like okay i've done this before and there's a you know there's a lot of people who like in any arena whether it's sports or music or business they play off something that they've built as if that matters in the future mm-hmm and it's funny too because you can see the same thing with with basketball players or in the music industry. The yeah. older generation has who they think 
you know, is the best. And the younger generation just doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter anymore. It's all about what's happening now. It's all about that. And like, there's always, there's always going to be the iconic few who stood out during their generation that lives on. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, it's always, always going to be about what you're creating for the future. Yeah, that's exactly. it. You just got to you got to keep innovating and innovating. That that's basically like what what Fortnite's doing, the game. That's oh, why yeah. that's why they're winning because if you, they're going faster than any other game out there. They mm-hmm. keep releasing new content, they keep grabbing the viewers. It's something completely brand new. Mm-hmm. Sure sure my grandparents maybe think um Pac-Man's was the best <laughs> game ever, you know? Yeah. But like you said, it's all what's in the now. It, yeah. it, every generation is going to be complete, like in 20 years, we're going to think Fortnite was the best game, and then they're going to be like, what the hell, not even close. Exactly, you know, with VR and everything, they're going to be like, man, those they're going to look at the games like they're primitive. Yeah. Like, when you look at Pac-Man now, it's like, oh, look how simple they were back then, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, even PS2, like, I don't know, like, if you look at one of those games, like if you play like Vice City or, or like an old fight night, you look at the graphics and you look at the style and how stiff it is and how rigged it is, and you're just going to be like, wow, look at look at where we've come. Look how old that is. And, yeah. you know, it's like ancient. It, it really doesn't, is. It doesn't matter anymore. But it's also a great stepping stone, and I feel like history repeats itself constantly it always repeats itself so at the same time i think history is one of the great obviously history is everything but history is a great place to look if you're stuck if you're stuck not knowing what to do or not knowing what's going to happen because it, it continues to repeat itself whether it's in your own personal life or in cultures civilizations it's the same thing. It's like you have the rise, come to power, steady power, power corrupts, you fall. Yeah. Again, you know, it's just it's the same cycle and it's the same thing with businesses. Mm-hmm. Business thinks they're untouchable, like blockbusters. Oh, yeah. Fall. Yeah. Like, Boys are us. Yeah, fall. <laughs> and, and even probably Barnes & Noble fall soon enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, Amazon's just killing the game. It's killing all these different businesses. And even with, with Facebook right now, um, like you said with that cycle, the the latest yeah. scandal that just happened, they're falling. They're falling. They were <laughs> they were the top tier. They were the they were the big dogs of social media. Mm-hmm. They they were they were going at a nice rapid pace. That happens. People are deleting Facebook from their phones. Exactly. Tesla deleted their um it was either Tesla or SpaceX that they deleted. They deleted their entire Facebook page. It's it's falling. It, and then it's just going to continue. It's going to continue to fall. And and I know. Well, see, Facebook has such a strong grip on the market. Mm-hmm. Like twenty percent. I, I was just looking at. I don't know where I was looking at this at, but twenty percent of all of the global, like, uh, internet. I think. Not internet ads, but they own twenty percent. Like twenty percent mm-hmm. of that market, they like that's all Facebook. Yeah. As far crazy. as people people buying ads and using that 
to i think it's probably social media or something like mm-hmm. that but i figured facebook would have more social media i don't know but all i'm saying is they have such a huge market share but it's so it's so funny how in this age just like with everything like me too everything is being exposed if you do anything the public think is shady it's going to come to light there's yeah. there's no more hiding it's only a matter of time yeah that that, that also ties back into morality you know yeah it, it's like are you going to go there are you going to go with the short term and get there BSing everybody or are you going to go in for the long term and really care about them mm-hmm. so yeah the world's just it, it's absolutely insane how everything's changing it's it, it's crazy it, it's it crazy. is and it's changing at a rapid rate and to think <laughs> it, 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 it's so funny too because as facebook the amount of money they make did they <laughs> It's like it wasn't really necessary. Not like, at all. It, it could have been for political power. Who knows what they have in the works, mm-hmm. um, and, and and those deals there, but not worth it at all. Like you know, you mm-hmm. had it. He, yeah. He had, he had Facebook. He had Instagram. Yeah. He was investing in VR, AR, all of that. Like. Yeah. Why you would risk it all just, <laughs> just to make a, a extra billion. Exactly. <laughs> and you have twenty six. <laughs> and if you have no billion, but if you have twenty six billion, why waste it on one more? Yeah. I like um I, I just don't know which platform, but Facebook's even though this and it's kind of falling a little bit, at least in its stocks and the value of the company itself, it's always gonna be there. Facebook's always gonna be there. But then again it could go down something like MySpace. Everybody Thanks. thought MySpace was gonna be there. Something new came out, Instagram, Facebook, boom. But regarding business and stuff, if you want to advertise, Facebook um, Facebook is still the king, the top dog in advertising. Oh, it, yeah. It will, the, the amount of, not even not even the amount of users, but the amount of daily users. Same with Instagram. Facebook, that was probably one of the smartest things they could have done buying Instagram. That was one of the smartest things. So now they have oh. these two powers, and it's, it's insane. Like Uber, there go the taxis. <laughs> goodbye taxis. Yeah, goodbye. Yeah, That's it. it's innovation on its finest, and these are the people that are that never gave up. That they're putting their ideas into a reality, and mm-hmm. it, most people look at it. Um, they 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 look at it like, oh, they they're only in it for the money. Oh, they're only in it for that. But man, so much props to those people. Exactly, wow. they just the market. That's what they did, you know, and they took an idea where at first you would think of it like, would I really call somebody random to come pick me up at 12 midnight via an app that I've never met before that I have no idea like their history. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you you will. <laughs> it's convenient. Yeah. <laughs> it's you know what? And I think it what makes it. What what has a better touch is that since taxis have such overhead, the quality of their vehicle is less. When I get into an Uber, it's a lot more comfortable. Oh, yeah. It feels normal. Like, it's a normal car. Like, mm-hmm. whether you get picked up in a Lexus or you get picked up in, in a, I don't know, a Honda. Yeah. It, it feels normal. When you get picked up in a taxi, it feels 
I don't know. It feels like tra- it feels like public transportation, whereas mm-hmm. Uber feels like private transportation, in which you know kind of is. But yeah, and that's just yeah. M- mentally. Oh yeah, right. yeah. I, I completely understand. I remember I was a kid. I go in taxi, be like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, and now because the with Uber, like they have the the premium, they have the the standard ones, they have like the XL ones. Yeah. Like, there's so many different options. If you want to freaking, if you're out in uh, L.A. or Cali, uh, Florida, if you want a Rolls Royce to come and pick you up, you there you go. <laughs> exactly. You know, you can you can customize it and 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 it's a it's affordable. Even it's a little you know obviously more expensive mm-hmm. if you do premium or luxury or something like that, but it's affordable and it's convenient. You just all you have to do, and I think Gary Vee said this. He said it's all about time. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not really s- selling you transportation. It's time. It's that how much time you believe you saved by going into your pocket and calling an Uber. What you do, it's a lot more effective than calling a taxi and waiting. You just call an Uber, mm-hmm. boom, and, and you can see it. You know exactly when he's going to be there. Yep. It's it's so it's I I, I love I love using Uber. I use it so often, and um, yeah, like with a taxi, you call them. You're in, you're in the city, right? Call a taxi. There's hundreds of them everywhere. You don't know which one. <laughs> like um, sometimes I even see taxis um, driving around in my town. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, like how'd you get here? Like, yeah. Why are you? And, and it's crazy too because people think Uber just messed up taxis, mm-hmm. but it also messed up limo companies mm. because I have a I have a friend um, whose grandfather owned a big because I'm in Connecticut. Yep, same. On, oh, okay. <laughs> oh. So yeah, owned a, owned a um, a pretty big uh, limo company in like that in the Norwalk area, and he mm-hmm. did a lot of trips to JFK and. And things like that, but Uber just tore his business up. Like, yeah. I, it's either on the footsteps of probably bankruptcy, or bankrupt already. I, I don't have the update. Wow. I, I know he, he doesn't. <laughs> my, my friend was telling me that his 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 grandfather doesn't even like to hear the word Uber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's what happens in, when you get too situated on what worked. You're you're never gonna understand what's gonna be working. Yeah, yeah. You, you just see it happen. There's too many examples of it, and then that that that's the thing. Like um, reverse engineering. I'm sure you've heard of that before. That's yeah. Exactly what Uber did, Amazon, and that's exactly what's gonna keep happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, probably one of the next things to go is um, I don't. Uh, yeah, like you said, Barnes and Noble. Like yeah. you've got Amazon, you have the Prime membership. You've got uh-huh. um, uh, oh, oh, I forget what it's called, but it's with audiobooks, right? You mm-hmm. just you just listen to the suckers, yeah. right? You, you don't it. you don't even have to drive or or you can just order it; it'll come to you. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. It's so simple, and you always have it. Like what's I mean, I I have a lot of I have a lot of books, mm-hmm. and it. That the physical copy is is cool. It's sometimes better to read it on the physical copy because even when you can highlight on the phone, it's not the same. Right. And, and take notes and stuff. 
but I'm not gonna buy a book from Barnes and Noble. <laughs> <laughs> I could be in Barnes and Noble and I'll still order the book on Amazon. <laughs> right. And, yeah. and that's that's really unless like you need something urgently. Like I've done that before. I've been in Barnes and Noble. I'm like, this is a great book. I should get this on Amazon. <laughs> That, that was literally my thought in, in the Barnes & Noble in Milford. I was like, oh, this is great. I'm going to order this on Amazon. But but that's just it. Like, I probably have, like, 200 books on, on like, different. Like, I have an app called Script, in mm-hmm. which you have, like, membership, and you get, like, unlimited audio books and, and books like that. And I have a lot of books on there. And I have, you know, my own book collection here, which I try to just get the most impactful books. But it's the same thing. Every industry. And just like Apple. Apple just invested a billion dollars into TVs and movies. Into, into creating their own platform. They're, they're building um, like a studio. I forget where. I, I don't know where it is. But, you know, it's just just like Hollywood's over. Oh, Hollywood's yeah. done. With all the scandals, mm-hmm. Hollywood is done. Yeah, way too much drama. You've got now you've got you go on Netflix and now you've got Netflix originals. They're hiring their own actors under their terms and they're making uh-huh. hit movies from it. Yeah, I watch I watch I'd watch any Netflix original verse more than most box office releases. Yeah. Oh yeah. Netflix has been producing quality content TV and movies and stand-ups yeah. for for many years now. Many years now. And I think their overall success rate with producing good... I mean, you gotta think, they own social media. Whether it's Orange is the New Black, Stranger <laughs> Things. Oh, yeah. Just everything they release, just, it seems to be a hit. So, it, And I think that's because they're... With all the overhead in and just all the money that those huge corporations use for marketing and advertising and paying these big names. Net place like Netflix or, or Hulu or Amazon, they don't really need to do that. No, not at all. They already have the fan base going. They can release wherever they want. Exactly. Like People don't go on, I mean, sometimes say like American Idol's on or something where I can't watch on Netflix or something. Obviously, I'll watch it on cable TV, but say I want to catch up on um, Vampire Diaries, just go on Netflix. Screw the TV. Let me go on Netflix, and when I finish the season, uh, let me just wait for it to come out. Exactly. Like, it, it's a total, complete switch. Same thing that's happening with billboards. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, billboards. Dad. Yeah, they're completely dead. The the new thing is you put a 30-second ad in front of a YouTube video, viral. Exactly. That's the way to do it. That's how... uh, What's his name did it? That's how... um, What's the guy with the Lamborghini? Alex... uh, Oh, no, Ty Lopez. Ty Lopez. Yeah, 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 exactly. And and, and it's that same thing, whether it's ClickFunnels or or however you name it. It's that that social, social... media influence not social media but just the internet influence mm-hmm. in general but ah, it's, that, it's that same concept it's just get on the cutting edge yeah oh, that's yeah. it get on the cutting edge yeah if you if you don't stay up to date with everything you're gonna lose you have to be the master of every, you have to be the master for everything coming in you you have to stay up to date you have to like 
you just have to stay up to date with everything. And since it's changing so fast, I get it. It's hard, but if you want to win, that's what you have to do. Yeah, and it's so it's so funny because I remember when I was like, in, I was in I was in high school. I was like, I'm never gonna have an an iPhone. Those things are, you know, they suck. Like I had a BlackBerry back then, or like yeah. a and I'm like, oh yeah, this is, you know, I'm never gonna have an iPhone. There's no point. Like it, you know, it's like stupid. Like, oh, I'm not gonna have Twitter. I'm not gonna have Instagram. I'm not gonna have Snapchat. That's just stupid. It's just, a, it's like things that are so stupid and when you see people making like millions of dollars a year you got you got ninja on oh yeah making 15 million a year just on twitch alone i hear the kid's gonna make like like a ridiculous amount almost Mm -hmm. almost touching eight figures yeah that's that's absolutely insane like from all of his revenue streams i'm like seriously i should have I should have kept on playing League of Legends or something. <laughs> What's going right? on here? But, like, but. It, it's it's insane because like um, so many more companies are investing into esports. Yeah. Like this is like in South Korea, it's huge that they have clinics for people with video game addictions. They literally have <laughs> places where you go to get rid of your video game addiction. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, and instead of <laughs> arcades, instead of um, actually, I think they have arcades, but instead of um, the cool place to hang out for these teenagers, is they have bar things, but instead of a bunch of tables, they have a bunch of rows of desks with computers, and the way they hang out with each other is they go to those places and they game together. Yeah, you know, I honestly, that's I, if I had the money for, that's what I would invest in 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 the United States. Yep. That'd be the first thing I invest in is VR cafes. Because mm-hmm. there's one of them in Stanford. I don't know if you've ever been to Stanford Mall. Yeah. They have one there, which is okay. In Pennsylvania, they have a better one there. It's mm-hmm. it, has, it has a little, you know, and it's, a, it's not a huge town, but it has a, a steady flow of people. A lot of people go there. And I think that's it. I think that's it. VR cafes. Ooh. Where you can play, you can still play, you know, Xbox or, or, or whatever, PS4. Yep. And you, you can play, I think it's, it's Steam or wherever you can play, like, computer games and stuff. But that's the future. Oh, and yeah. it's because it's just like in Korea where they have, you know, uh, places for video game addictions. That same thing is going to happen in the United States. Like, you can plan for it. Like, you can build a company right now. You can begin to build a, pro- a company for video game addiction. The market will be there. Like, people will, you know, in like mm-hmm. 10, 20 years, that's going to be an actual thing. Yeah. It's it's crazy. All the niches, like, the niches that appear in the market as it grows. Uh, it's just weird stuff. Yeah, like... Like video games before, where they were looked down on, you know, only nerds, and now everybody is rising up. I mean, Ninja, he all he does is play Fortnite, but goddamn, he's an amazing businessman, right? He goes, he he goes in on the platform. He was already in esports on Halo before. Now mm-hmm. he go, now he goes onto this brand, not really brand new platform, but this this underlooked platform. He's an insane player. He's entertaining to watch. And on top of all of that, he brings Drake into his stream. Like, like are you that's, kidding me? That's 
I mean, and, and it, you probably paid for like. He probably paid twenty thousand, fifty, you know, like like mm-hmm. nothing, nothing that really mattered. But the amount, <laughs> the benefit on his side was such a good investment. Oh yeah, such a good investment just to play. I think what was that the most streamed thing on yeah. like the most watched stream on something? Yeah, over six hundred thousand viewers. That's crazy. And then another, I think it was just, uh, I think it was probably a few days ago. Where somebody just broke the record for most streams for another video. It was like a video game tournament. I think it was Fortnite mm-hmm. on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, wow. Most live streams. So. Yeah, it's become the new norm, all of this. This is going to give it 10 years. Everybody, like, it's it's going to be it's gonna be completely different in 10 years. Like, yeah. I mean, I guess that's a given. But mm-hmm. in, in the terms of at least what's going to grow and what's going to die. I think the changes that we're going to see in the next 10, 20, even 30 years are going to be more than we've seen for since the 20, the 1920s or the 1900s when the when Ford introduced their first Model T. Like, that was huge, right? Yeah. And then the, the reform of with the women and everything. But now, this these are going to be the new reforms. Like, we're, this is going to be like the Roaring Twenties but in the 21st century. I 100% agree with that. I think what's going to happen is we're going to have a crash, a market crash, and then after that, the growth is going to be unbelievable. Yep. But it but it, it won't continue at this pace. I know it's, it's going to, it's either going to be a big crash or it's going to be like, it's gonna, or it's going to be like an 08 thing, which 08 was a, was a big crash, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like, it was huge. Actually, it was huge. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like something really, truly impactful. Not Great Depression, but I think in the middle of that, it'll probably have a crash like that because it just seems like it's it's at that stage. Whether whether it's a crash or a war, mm-hmm. it, it, it's going to be something because that's just history. It's it just is. the way. And I forget somebody was. I think it was. Um, he actually owns. He, he he wrote that book, Principles, and his is actually his firm is in it's in Westport. Mm-hmm. It's um I think it's Bridgewater. Um, his name is Ray Dalio, but he was talking about how the the way the economy is now is like, um, I think a few years before or during when FDR first started and. The economy just sucked before World War Two. Was just it was depressed. Yeah, you know? that's the Great Depression, and that's exactly, I think that's exactly the state we're in now, and that's probably what we're going to be, going to experience in the next few years. And it's a scary thought, but it's also, you know, once it falls, it's going to rise. So yeah, it's, you just got to figure out what to do to 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 capitalize on it. Yeah, but um, definitely the largest corporations are going to be I don't know if they're going to be hit the most because I don't think social media is going to die out anytime soon anytime soon Um, but it's definitely like we were talking before it's going to be the older companies that die out that get hit the most they're already they're already not making enough money to keep keep everything going they get hit with a market crash they're done but at the same time we're going to rise because that makes so much more room for the new visionaries that's true, like, like I, I like all these, um, you know, like, uh, what do I call it? Automobile companies, like, 
with the growth of Tesla, those companies, like, once the crash, like, a lot of those companies are gone. Yeah. With, with you know, with uh, foreign imports just continuing to build better, faster, more efficient cars. Like, Ford is done. Ford's mm-hmm. a relic. I think Ford's probably going to go. Yeah. If, oh. if the... If the government lets it go and doesn't bail them out, <laughs> yeah, I would not be surprised. Because they're always they're always in the red. They're never making more than they're spending, mm-hmm. and the, the 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 whole dynamic is shifting. People want green cars. Oh yeah. I don't know if you've ever you know been in a Tesla or if you've gone to one of the like, the the Tesla shops. They have mm-hmm. one in Westchester Mall in White Plains. Oh really? And I and I drove the Tesla like. The experience is like no other. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's it's the car is nice. Like it's all its weight is at the bottom. The engine, mm. well, either the engine that runs it's at the bottom. So all its weight at the bottom. So it it's firm. It handles great. It speeds up, and you just don't feel it. It's just really a phenomenal car, and you can you can see like it's it's such an attention to detail yeah and um i mean i think that's probably you know that's also the benefit of being a new company when you're trying to to because to, even tesla like one semi you know one of the autonomous people crashed like the cars crashed and they low they lose they're losing stock and stuff like mm-hmm. that they're so vulnerable but at the same time, it's so evident that they're going to dominate. Yeah. Like, they're making huge moves. And like you said, with everybody wants green cars, all mm. the all the heavy diesel, all those trucks, they're still going to be used, right, for um, construction so that, that and come out. transportation. But, yeah, that's true. Even with the uh, brand-new Prius, I mean, I'm not a fan of the design, but, my God, is that thing efficient. Yeah. That's it. It's all about efficiency now. Yeah. Uh, and I think we're probably going to go into an era where it's it's going to be more about efficiency than not efficiency, but more about um, uh, impact, like yeah. the, your, your footprint. You know, it's going to be more about that than it is about design. So mm-hmm. there's, there's probably going to be a, a time when there's just <laughs> ugly, efficient stuff. I, I <laughs> I think so, but but give or take, Tesla really does have a great look. Yeah. But, yeah, that's just how it works. Yeah, like, I think it's going to start shifting to what we need rather than what we want. Yeah. Um, With, like, the past years, it's never been like that before. Everybody's spending and spending and spending. The really, uh, like, Warren Buffett, that dude doesn't even have an iPhone because he doesn't need it. It's crazy that guy. Yeah, I, I watch like some little trailer thing. It is like every morning, like when he decides what he's gonna eat for breakfast, like something. His wife gives him an exact amount. So eat like depending on on what happens. I think he has like three things he'll get for breakfast. It's either like an egg McMuffin and a and like a small coffee, but he has the exact amount. Like the exact amount <laughs> to get exactly like it's crazy. Like you're like <laughs> you have so much money, but 
you know, he, this doesn't matter to him. I, yeah. I don't. I, maybe it's legacy. I, I don't really. I haven't researched because I'm mm-hmm. I'm not huge on investing. Yeah. Researched him too much. I studied his businesses and the, and the way he does it. And he, you know, he really doesn't. He runs um, Berkshire Hathaway, and they just have a bunch of different companies underneath them, in which you know they're the majority owner. They own like fifty one percent, but mm-hmm. those companies run itself. And I like the way he does that, but. I mean, I I can't even like I spend more on breakfast than Warren Buffett. Is that right? Yeah, and and that's probably why one of the uh, reasons that why he's so rich, you know. Yeah. Like if he in in his when he in his earlier years, like when he really started to get a kick, if he spent that all on um your the wants like the foreign car, the huge house, he wouldn't be nearly as much. Maybe he would. Who knows. Mm-hmm. But again, that's one of the characteristics you have to be mindful with your spending. Right now, I'm wearing the same exact like I've worn the same gym shorts to the PE class for the last two weeks, and I do not care. <laughs> yeah, like it, who it, it it doesn't it doesn't matter, and and people spend so much trying to fit in with mm-hmm. things that don't matter that yeah. will never. Like, unless you're, like, an influencer and you need a thousand different gym outfits because you have to post and, and that's how you market through companies. Yeah. If not, you're just wasting money trying to impress people who don't care. Exactly. Like, and, and a lot of times, like, with the short-term happiness, they're trying to fulfill something, like an insecurity or something. And what, what I always tell people who who they're not confident in themselves or something, you have to get comfortable. The only person you have to live for the rest of your life is with yourself. And if you're going to waste all your entire future on trying to fulfill that gap only for it to be opened again in a couple weeks, then you've got to change something up. There's too much short-term and not enough long-term. Absolutely. And, and it's... People don't have the patience for for long term, but I think the the really the key variable is habits, mm-hmm. and that's why I was big on that, and, and uh, you know trying to reiterate that because I don't think people ever think like I don't think people I wouldn't say that, but I think it, habits don't fit. Like I feel like most people can do the majority of things. It's not hard. Like it's not hard to be a, uh, you know, to study to be a lawyer, or CPA, or engineer, or anything like that. It's is it can you maintain the habits? Because like you said, you're willing to give up your twenties, but most people can't maintain those set of habits that would grant them that type of success. Yeah. But somebody can have a habit of going to work nine to five every day, being angry. And their life sucks, and they can live in that habit forever, but they can't put that same energy toward building something for themselves, and 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 just enjoying life more. So it's, I think it's, a lot of people don't. It's hard to explain it because it's it's not tangible, but people have a hard time adjusting to habit. In maintaining yeah. a habit, because your habits produce your success. Mm-hmm. So whatever habits you have is going to be a great illustrator of how your life is and how your life is looking. It's all about habits. Oh yeah, that's it. 
Yeah, maybe because it's so I'm so young or something. But even my habits aren't like a hundred percent yet. I'm definitely working on it. Yeah, of course. But I I know if I got up at the exact same time every day and everything, my life would be completely different. If I got up at five every day instead of six, I'd have that extra hour. Mm-hmm. If I just ran on a nice schedule as I'm trying to do, everything would be better. Instead of going around doing random things each day in a random order, you're just you just stress yourself out then. If you exactly. if you don't know what you're gonna do and you just do whatever is in front of you, then I mean, I understand that some people like doing that. They don't like having to plan everything. But personally, I don't know how you can live like that. No, and uh, and that's a lot. Like even going back to Zuckerberg, that's why he wears the same outfit and and Steve Jobs and stuff like that, because when you maintain that order, you have a lot more energy for decision making. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why a lot of them have a, a set schedule and, and have people making their own schedule, uh, making their schedule. And it's even like Grant Cardone, like he manages his time by the minutes because when you're at that stage where you're constantly growing and you're trying to build business and you're you're playing at that level. Because when you're when you're at like that Grant Cardone or, or Steve Jobs or or Zuckerberg, when you're playing at that level. You don't have any time to wait, and you yeah. don't need to get exhausted making decisions that do not matter at all. And like Elon Musk always says, he says, if somebody's working forty-hour weeks and you're working the eighty to a hundred-hour weeks, it's you're going to do what they do in a year and four months. Yeah. So it's really about compounding and and just doing whatever you can to get the advantage. Yeah, of course. Of course, and like I'm still blown away by everything, like the, the the pace everything's going, the pace I'm going, it's it's crazy. Yeah, everything's just all crazy. That's good though. I think you're you're at the perfect the perfect um, stage now because you. you know you know what you want. You still have that. You have so much time to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Like you can try so, I mean, even I can, but you can, you know, we can try so many new things because, you know, you don't have anything on the line. Yeah. Really, the only thing you have on your line is your ego, and you should just throw that away. Exactly. You know? So it's like, just the the world, the the world is, is yours if you want it. That's how I, I that's how I think of it. I'm mean, not not if you want it, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If you take it, there's yeah, there's no, a, I, yeah. 